My Seven Chakras, episode 34. I love the quote by Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world, because I just feel like the only thing that I can change is myself. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head, for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up? Action Takers, AJ here, and you are listening to My 7 Chakras, a show where you get to listen to insights, advice, and tips on how to improve the quality of your life. And it is a sunny morning here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And today I am electrified to bring you our featured guest, Don Fleming. So Don, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. Awesome. <laughs> a medical intuitive, Ricky Master, educator, and author, Dawn Fleming is a catalyst for positive change, assists her clients to remove energy blocks, heal, embrace change, and achieve their goals. She has clients all over the world. So Dawn, I've given our listeners a mini intro. Take about a minute and tell us more about yourself. Thank you, AJ. I've been working in the field of energy healing since 1989. And I'm a, I'd say I'm a chakra expert. I call myself a chakraologist, a Reiki master, medical intuitive and author. And I have a full-time practice with clients from around the world who are either dealing with health issues or they feel as if they're stuck and they want to get their life moving in the right direction. And I'll just say, I love what I do. And I learn from each person that I work with something. And I just feel blessed to be able to do what I love for a living. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. And we are definitely getting to know more about you and your stories and your experiences in a short while. Uh, but before that, Don, as you know, our show is about providing our listeners with insights and ideas. And most importantly, inspiration to take that first step towards a transformation. So to give us that big start, we begin our show with an inspirational quote. So Don, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you apply this quote to your everyday life. Well, thank you. I love the quote by Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. Because I just feel like the only thing that I can change is myself. And a lot of times we want to point our fingers at other people and want them to change. But really, the only thing that I can change is me. So it's moving into that place of being able to be in a place of love and acceptance and just to be open and to be looking at what is the change I need to make within to be a better being in this world and to share my light with others. Mm -hmm. Be the change that you want to see in the world. I think that's a beautiful message and I think it would really resonate with people listening to our show around the globe because the things that are happening around us today, so many things, uh, we look at the news and we look at what's happening online and we might have this feeling that we are powerless. Yes. But the truth of the matter is that we have the control, we have the power because when we change ourselves from within, 
things around us will definitely begin to change. So thanks a lot for that message, Don. Yes. Uh, you know, the more we change and the more light we embody, the more light we can bring on the planet and shift what is really going on. Because we can't shift it with being angry and crawling into a hole. So thank you for, for enhancing that. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Do you like going outdoors in nature once in a while? I love the outdoors. I live in Arizona where it's like sunny every day of the year. And uh, like now it's beautiful. It's in the 70s. And I'm out every day. I love connecting with nature, with the mountains. Uh, It really just helps me to quiet my ego and, you know, move into that place of oneness with nature. Nature feeds us energy. So it's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about Arizona, the clear skies, especially about Sedona, Arizona as well. So let's imagine that you're conducting a health workshop somewhere among the mountains and one of your attendees asks you, Don, what is the main focus at this point in your life? What would you tell them? Uh, the main focus in my life right now is on embodying unconditional love at all times. And it's easy to say but it's not easy to do. So I'm working with quieting my ego and really being uh, conscious or mindful of living in that place of unconditional love. Well, thanks a lot for that. And now that we've received our dose of inspiration and we've gotten to know you better, let's move on to a topic that forms the foundation of this show, the chakras. And you've written a book on this topic called Chakra Empowerment, 24 Days of Transformation. So I know that you are an expert in this field. So Dawn, what is the significance of chakras in your practice? Chakras are very significant. If a person is feeling stuck in, in life, then their chakras are blocked. If someone has eye issues, then the energy in the brow chakra is either blocked or deficient. If a person cannot get pregnant, the flow of energy throughout their whole chakra system needs to be put into balance. And if a person has cancer, their energy in the chakra nearest is either frozen or there's no longer energy there to support health. So Reiki is about infusing the chakras with energy and getting them unblocked. So the chakras are that foundation of our whole energy system. And when they are flowing with energy and nothing's blocked, we're like um, exploding with wonderful health and well-being. But when they get frozen, blocked, or they're deficient, or they're imploding with energy that's stuck in one area... Over a period of time, the physical and emotional bodies are going to become diseased and out of balance. So the chakras, to me, even though in Reiki, they really don't talk a lot about chakras, but the hand placements are over where the chakras are. So to me, it's you're removing the toxins, you're removing the blocks, and you're bringing in this wonderful Reiki energy into the chakras. Reiki puts the body back into balance, the energy body, and that's the chakra system, so that the body can heal itself. The body has everything that it needs to create healing and health and well-being. So when you put that chakra system back into balance, the body can begin to heal. And, you know, we begin to have, have a life that's filled with inspiration and filled with knowing that these possibilities are there for us to connect into. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thanks a lot for that explanation. From what you said, it seems like there's a lot of observation and feeling what a person is feeling on the outside and infusing energy into the chakras, into the energy centers, unblocking the energy so that the person, uh, you know, who you're helping can experience that energy explosion. I love the term energy explosion. <laughs> As opposed to feeling diseased or tired or drained out when you as a practitioner observe the symptoms on the outside, whether it's, you know, loss of energy or a cancer or something like that, and suggest certain things that the person can do uh, to get that balance once again. Like you said very correctly, the body has everything to heal. You just are bringing uh, that balance again and bringing the person back to alignment so that you have that energy explosion. I love that. <laughs> so let's dive right in. Now, Don, you're a Reiki master and you've been practicing it for so many years now. Take us through what happens internally and externally during a Reiki session. Well, what I love about Reiki, as you're getting it, it feels very gentle. Yet what's going on inside is very powerful. Mm. So, you know, I've seen it reduce the size of tumors and restore vision and help people heal bones. So, uh, externally, when the person's laying there, they're just feeling relaxed and they may actually feel like their body jump, like, uh, like a little spasm jump or something, and that's the energy blocks moving out. But internally, that energy's moving into the areas where the, the, energy connections are, are blocked or the energy is not flowing and it's moving in there very powerfully pushing out the toxins pushing out what's blocked and restoring that balance um, so the person's laying on the table and they're just relaxed and it really helps for de-stressing and a lot of times if it's you know they haven't had too much energy work they're not too much aware of what's going on uh, but internally, it really is moving the energy out that's blocked. It's helping to accelerate that healing process by bringing that body back into total balance. And it may take more than one session because if you look at how long people have been in a diseased place, mm -hmm. it, you know, one session, you know, there's um, sometimes one session makes a huge difference and they get off the table and they go, wow, what happened? Uh, but a lot of times it takes several sessions to bring that body back into balance. And afterwards, like the person may either have a lot of energy and I tell them, don't waste it on house cleaning, go have some fun outside. Or, or they may feel really tired because that session kicked up a lot of toxins and the toxins are trying to get out of their body. So I tell them to drink a lot of water to help flush the toxins out. Mm -hmm. So there you go, listeners. What Dawn is trying to say is that when you have this Reiki session, especially for those who are trying out Reiki for the first time, externally, it might feel very gentle, but what's happening inside is powerful. The Reiki energy is flowing into your blocked areas, removing all these toxins, negative energies, or something that is preventing you from living the best version of your life right now. You're feeling warm, you're feeling comfortable and a bit tingly, but inside, the Reiki is working itself. So thanks a lot for that, Don. On your website, it states that you've assisted many clients in resolving issues that the medical community could not resolve or correctly identify. So what are some of the issues that traditional medicine cannot solve or identify 
that Ricky can. I had a client that she was 41 years old. She was trying to get pregnant for the first time. And the she was going through IVF for that fertility treatment to try to get have a baby. And she did not produce one egg throughout the whole IVF process. So she called and said, you know, I read your article. I'd like you to, um, I read an article on Reiki Magazine. Uh, I'd like you to work with me through this. And so first we worked before she started it a second round. We worked to get the body unblocked and back into balance and worked with her to boost her system throughout the process. And, you know, she produced nine eggs and she has a three-year-old son now. So I really have seen Reiki work in areas of uh, fertility, of eye issues, where the doctors, you know, they're just throwing medicine at it, but they don't really know how to treat it. And just other weird things where people have had pains that the doctors don't know why they have pain in that particular area of the body. And then we work with Reiki mm-hmm. a couple sessions and the pain is gone. So it's, it is amazing to me that Reiki um, can just create that place of health and well-being in areas where you know, we don't have to label or name what it is. We just go in and remove the blocks so that it's it's healed. So, you know, there's a lot of things that doctors don't have the answers to. And with Reiki, we're not into having to label what it is. We're into having to balance it out and have the body kick itself back into gear and participate in that healing process. So you mentioned that this particular person tried out the traditional therapies and even the IVF process which didn't work and out of that desperation reading an article about you on a magazine she reached out to you and said you know what let's let's try it out but with this approach she actually produced nine eggs and I think that is a miracle Uh, so thanks for sharing there you go listeners that is a perfect example of how powerful Reiki is it's not about labeling the issue but it's about enabling that shift, enabling that balance. Uh, Now, Don, I'm sure that people who are hearing about Reiki for the first time may find it hard to believe in the concept of Reiki. And I think that's perfectly fine, especially for people who are listening to this concept for the first time. Take us back to when you were first exposed to Reiki yourself. What particular incident made you really believe in the power of of Reiki. Uh, well, before I even got into anything about energy work, my daughter had eye surgery when she was four and a half years old. And she had a cataract, which is very unusual for children. And after the surgery, her eyesight was 2400 in the one eye. And so the doctors patched her good eye to make her use the muscles in the eye that had surgery. And they said, oh, it'll heal really quickly. The muscle will respond. But it did not. And so we went months with hardly any improvement at all. And the doctor was getting concerned. And then friends of mine who worked where I worked, they were into chakra balancing and Reiki. And they asked if they could work on her because back in the late 1980s, there wasn't many people who were open to any of this. And I'm like, well, if it won't hurt her, you can work on her. And they began working on my daughter, and her eyes all of a sudden began healing very quickly. And the strength in that eye began coming back. And the doctor was all excited, thinking that her process was what was doing it. And eventually, her eyesight came down to 2,150. And the doctor told us that it would never be better than 2,100. 
And um, so during this time, I was I jumped in and I began learning how to do chakra balancing and then took Reiki. And after four years of my daughter receiving energy work, whether chakra balancing or Reiki, her vision got down to 2050 in that eye. And so, and it's been that way ever since. If it ever goes up to 2070, she does Reiki on herself and brings it back to 2050. And so I could see her responding to the energy work, and I just felt very drawn to learning it. That was my doorway into learning all about chakras and all about how the body works from an energetic perspective. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that your daughter's eyesight was 2400 on one eye at one point, and the doctors had given some solution, but it wasn't improving it, uh, at all, and, and, and they were getting worried. And you said that phrase, I love how you said it, if it won't hurt her, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> why not try, right? Because at that point, I can imagine when it's about your daughter, about your children, about your parents or your friends and family, when conventional approaches are not working, you want to get that result. So you say, you know what, if it's not going to hurt the individual, let's try it out. And lo and behold, it improved. And those results made you excited and made you take action to learn more about this space, about chakras and Reiki, and learn from more about your friends who are actually in this space. And eventually, your daughter's vision became much better. 2050, as you mentioned, is that correct? Yes, that's correct, yes. That is awesome. So listeners, in Dawn's case, it was a situation where she had to take action. But I want to ask you this question, why wait? You know, because you have it in front of you. Two examples uh, in the last seven to eight minutes of how powerful Reiki is. So don't wait for a situation. Go out today and find out more about Reiki. Find out more about how this energy healing modality can improve the quality of your life at where you are. Now, Don, you're a Reiki master, educator, and author and helping clients around the world. My question is, what were you doing? Before this? Oh, before this, I worked for the government as an intelligence research analyst. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a desk job, um, nine to five, and it paid the bills. But once I got into this, and after taking the classes, I began working with people for free at first to get experience. Mm-hmm. Then people started asking me for appointments, so I began uh, part time. Reiki practice, which then soon grew into a full-time practice when I left my government job. Now, you mentioned that you were initially an intelligence research analyst, and what you're doing right now is more about art, creativity, intuition. So, it seems to me as if that was more left-sided, and this is more right-sided. Am I correct? Oh, you are so correct. And, <laughs> and you know, the one job fed the one part of me, and the Reiki, I think, feeds both part of me because of connecting in with the Reiki energy. There's a part of my brain that's learning every time I work on someone, and then there's that other part of my brain that's just in the intuitive place and just in the flow with the energy. So, yes, I love the Reiki much better than the than the government job. It fe- Reiki feeds all of me. <laughs> Wonderful. I love how you put it. Reiki feeds all of you. And I'm sure from the benefits that you're seeing, you are truly loving it. Now, Don, I've read that you realized at a very young age of eight that you were connected into a much larger energy dynamic than what was in front of your eyes. It seemed like 
you had a gift and you recognized that at a very young age. But let's say a person listening to the show right now is maybe 50 years old and hasn't discovered her gifts or doesn't know whether she has a gift in the first place. My question is, is it too late? No. If not, Go ahead. <laughs> if not, can anybody learn Reiki irrespective of their age? <laughs> Anyone can learn Reiki. I've been teaching Reiki classes since 1996 and I've had people in my class from age 12 up to like age 80. And people take it for different reasons. Some people have issues that they want to work on because in Reiki 1, you learn how to do Reiki on yourself as well as other people. And then other people are taking classes because they have someone in their family that they want to work on and share Reiki with. And other people feel that it's more of a calling and they want to help more people and they're taking it. And to me, some people take Reiki just because they feel like their life is kind of blocked up. And they want to have the Reiki attunement and the Reiki uh, flowing through them to do Reiki on themselves so that they can get unblocked and move in the area where they want to be successful. I've had real estate people, engineers take the class. Everyone takes it for their own reasons. But I will tell you that the Reiki will help the areas in life where you want to excel. It will help you to excel. There you go, listeners and action takers. It's never too late to learn Reiki, whether you're 10 years of age or 80 years of age. It's not about what you're doing. It's about why you're doing it. Is it for your health, to find your purpose in life, to help other people, or maybe to help your daughter or your son? It's all about that why. Because once you've identified why you're doing what you're doing today, then it doesn't make a difference how. Because the universe has its own way of getting you to your why. Now, Don, you've had numerous Reiki healing stories on your blog. Out of all these stories, these magnificent stories, what is your most inspiring client or student success story till date? Well, uh, one of my clients came to me and she had been to three eye doctors and they had told her that she had macular degeneration. They told her she had macular degeneration. And since her husband was a doctor, he was going to send her to one more eye doctor at the Wilmer Eye Clinic at Hopkins. Mm -hmm. And so she came to me and said, you have eight weeks to make a difference in my eyesight because then I'm going to go to Wilmer Eye Clinic. And she was at the point where the macular degeneration, she could no longer read words on the computer because the words kind of had, dis parts of the words, letters had disappeared. And so I worked on her once a week for eight weeks. And she had her appointment and she came back and she said, they could not find any macular degeneration. They told me my eyes are fine. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, we've been working for eight weeks and you never shared with me that anything was improving or getting better. And she said, well, after about four weeks, I was seeing a difference, but I went, didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to mm -hmm. uh, maybe think it was just in my mind. And she said, and then near the end, I was reading my computer screen. I was reading books. I wasn't having any issues. And so when she had her appointment with the experts at Wilmer Eye Clinic, uh, they said, we don't see any issues. 
Wait, you know, you must have been misdiagnosed. <laughs> you don't have macular degeneration. And this was like over like 16 years ago. And to this day, her eyes are perfectly fine. And that really inspired me to work with more clients that had eye issues, being that it, you know, Reiki helped heal my daughter and now could see how in eight weeks this woman's macular degeneration was gone, really just showed me the potential that's there on these everyday issues that people tend to pop up with. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that this particular lady was challenged by a serious uh, issue called macular degeneration. Yes. Her husband was a doctor, so naturally he recommended another doctor. And because of all these situations, her, her husband recommending that doctor, she experiencing that pain, that problem of not being able to read things clearly, she gave you a challenge. Eight weeks. That's all beyond which she would go towards traditional medicine to another doctor and try something new. But she took action. She believed in you. And after eight weeks, the doctors couldn't find the problem. And then she knew deep within that it was working, but she did not want to jinx it because she really valued that benefit that she was seeing. So as a result, she was happy. The experts were surprised. And you became even more inspired, even more confident in the power of of Reiki because it helped your daughter, it helped this lady and after that, after all these years, it's helped so many people around the world. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing and we've reached the health tip round during which our listeners share one health tip, something simple which can be used immediately. So what is it one tip that you can share with our audience? Okay. One of the tips I would say is I love to do juicing. And I try to juice every morning, like a combination of spinach with some with some uh, fruits and maybe some cucumber or some ginger. But I just feel like the starting my morning with, a, I call it a green drink, just helps me do something good for my body, makes me feel lighter for the day. And uh, it's just something that's easy for me to do that's good for myself. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot for that. There have been so many guests who have recommended the habit of juicing and having these green drinks early in the morning. And I can vouch for the fact that when I try out these green drinks, I don't have it regularly as of today, but I am also improving. I'm trying out new things, but I can feel it whenever I have that green drink. I feel energized. I feel much better. And I'm trying to replace it with the coffee that I have in the morning. So thanks for that. Amazing health tip. Life's challenges are not supposed to paralyze you. They're supposed to help you discover who you are. This is a profound thought by Bernice Johnson Regan. We've reached the challenge round. The main theme for this part of the show is a major challenge or a learning moment. So Don, tell us about a time when you faced a major challenge or barrier Take us to that moment and tell us exactly how you are feeling and then how did you approach that challenge? Thank you. That's a very good question. Before I learned Reiki, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I had a lot of pain in my body and I was just very, very tired. And I realized that in reflecting on, you know, how could I be so healthy and then all of a sudden have this, I realized that I had a lot of anger in my beingness. 
and that this must be impacting my body. Because right after my second daughter, who was a planned pregnancy, once she was born, my ex left, and my marriage ended. And um, when I found out I had fibromyalgia, I didn't want to get shots for the pains. I didn't want to be on prescription medicine. I didn't want to put those toxins in my body. So I started researching natural ways to deal with the issue of fibromyalgia. And I started taking CoQ10, magnesium, the right digestive enzymes, vitamin B. But I realized that I needed to deal with the anger that I had in my body. You know, I needed to begin working with forgiveness and owning the parts of me that needed to accept change, that was resisting the change in my life. Now that I understand energy, I believe that the anger that was in my my body like froze up the energy in the chakras, like nothing was moving to support me. And with nothing flowing, flowing, you know, it caused the pain. So um, I addressed the issues. I worked with it. Worked with forgiveness. Uh, I worked with you know making giving my body the nutrition that it needed in order for it to heal. And for all the work I did. I was able to work with transforming the negative energy that was within me and creating a place of health and well-being. And after three years, um, the fibromyalgia was gone and has never come back. So a lot of people, they say, you know, there's no cure for fibromyalgia. But to me, for that particular fibromyalgia, it was like working with the anger that was in there and resolving it and healing it. And transforming it into a place of joy for my life. And in doing that, it created the healing. Mm-hmm. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson you would want our listeners to take away from your story? That we, we all have a choice to be involved in our healing. A lot of people choose to be a victim and never heal. Or they get attention from being a victim and they take other people's energy. But if if we don't step out of our story that we're holding on to anger and pain and resentment in our body, and you know, that's what's causing that imbalance. So the lesson is, you know, we need to heal our story and transform the story and the energy that we have involved in it. So we need to be a part of that healing process. Uh, it's really important that we don't like give it all over to the doctors to say, here, give me a pill and heal it. We need to heal ourselves within and unblock that energy that we're blocking with our emotions and heal from the inside out and transform the energy of the chakras. And when we can do that, the physical will heal, the emotional levels will heal. It'll all heal together. So I guess the major life lesson is, you know, Become aware of, of what's going on within you and, and be part of that healing process. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for sharing your story with us. I know it's not easy at all to relive a moment of challenge. So thanks for sharing. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and with that, we are now moving on to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding your true calling or purpose. Philosopher Seneca was probably referring to finding your life's true calling when he said that, When a man does not know what harbor he is making for, no wind is the right wind. So my question to you, have you found your calling? If yes, what is your calling? Well, I have found my calling and my calling is to be a catalyst for change. 
I help clients and I help groups move into a place of knowing that all wonderful things are possible and I help them to step into this amazing transformational process. You know, each person is unique and I help them get unblocked and amped up so they can take the steps necessary to be their best self. And I will tell you, I'm just so blessed to be able to express my calling and to be able to help others, you know, through this expression. It's just wonderful. So based on what we've discussed, life is about recognizing those magical moments, those moments when life knocks at our door to invite us on an adventure. So what is that one moment that you can share with our listeners beyond which you knew without a doubt that this is what you were meant to do. Let's go back in time and let's hear that story. Well, after I had taken my Reiki 1 class, I went home and I was just kind of doing some household things and switching a load of laundry and I, I bent over and I just felt this heat rising up my spine. And it was heat that I never experienced before. And then I felt this heat in my neck and my face and it was like as if the Reiki was moving through my whole beingness and announcing itself. It was like, you know, a light switch being turned on. And at that moment, I just really felt like uh, I could feel the power of, of this energy and this just awe and place of, of wonder and curiosity was birthed within me of what is the possibilities with this gift that I've just been given. And so to me, that one moment was like that wow moment of feeling the total power and acknowledging the possibilities that existed. And that like changed my life forever because at that point in time, I realized that not only was I going to do Reiki part-time, I was wanting to do this full-time and began working towards that. And um, I took... Reiki in 1993, and in 2001, I was able to leave my government job and to do Reiki as a full-time basis. And my other calling, I believe, is writing through learning how to grow a Reiki practice. I was also able to write a book creating a successful holistic health practice to help others on showing them how to do what they love and be able to support themselves in the process. So that one moment was, you know, life transforming for me. Well, thanks a lot for sharing. You mentioned that after that Reiki one class, you came back home and you were doing the routine uh, things at your home when you felt that heat rising up your spine, your neck, your body. And as a result, you had that light switch turn on about the possibilities and how your life was going to change. And all of this, I believe, happened because you took that action and you went for that Reiki one class. Yes. Yes. Take that first step. Exactly. And you went to that Reiki class uh, and that's how you were able to experience that change. So listeners, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great and you need to show up. You need to take action. Thanks a lot for that inspiring story. We have now reached the final round, which is called the wisdom round, which is structured just like a rapid fire round. Does that sound like a plan? That sounds like a good plan. Let's go for it. Great. So what is the best advice you have ever received? Never give up. 
align with your passion or that calling, and open up to manifesting it abundantly. And the other thing, don't try to force things. Just step into the flow. If you feel stuck, go have some Reiki to get unblocked. Awesome. So great habits can change your life. So what is that one personal habit that has changed your life over the years? Uh, meditation has definitely changed my life. Meditating on a daily basis really helps me to empty out this stuff, the chaos, and to align in that wonderful light energy. So could you describe the first two hours of your day? In other words, what is your morning ritual like? I don't get out of bed right away when I wake up. I will lay in bed for 30 minutes to an hour and just meditate. And in that meditation, I align with that greatness that's within me, with that true self. And I try to integrate that energy within my whole physical, energetic, emotional beingness. And then I center myself in that place of unconditional love before I get up. And then I I just ease into my day. I do my juicing, and then I have my caffeine after that. And then I don't take any clients until 10 o'clock in the morning. I realize that I'm not a morning person, so I try to stay true to myself and just ease into my morning. Sometimes I'll sit outside and have a cup of hot tea and just just take in nature before I start my day. So book reading... It's a great habit, but sometimes all it takes is one book to change our lives. So if you could recommend one book that changed your life, what would it be? Uh, it would be Autobiography of a Yogi by Yogananda Paramahansa. And um, his book is very inspiring. It shows you what is possible and gives you ways to align yourself so that you can connect within with what is possible. And I've given that book away as gifts, and I have it in hard copy. I have it on my Kindle. Just love the book. That, I can vouch for that. That is a beautiful book. And listeners, uh, we soon have an episode coming up, one of... Yogananda Paramhansa's direct disciples has been on our show and has shared her wisdom, her knowledge, her insights of how you can lead a better life. So you can find the resources, all the links, all the information that we discuss about in the show notes. So Don, it was incredible talking to you today. We've learned so many new things as a result of this encounter. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, I'm really grateful for all the teachers that have been as part of my journey. Very grateful for their patience and for all that they've shared with me. And the way you can get in contact with me is um, my website is Energy Transformations with an S, Energy Transformations org. And my email address is Reiki, R E I K I, Dawn. D-A-W-N, so that's my name, Reiki Dawn, at yahoo.com. And I have a blog talk radio show, which is Two Modern Mystics. And that website is Two Modern Mystics. I mean, it's blogtalkradio.com backslash Two Modern Mystics. And those are all the ways that you can get in contact with me. I uh, love to connect with people. Uh, it's just been beautiful 
being on your show. So thank you, AJ. Thanks a lot, Dawn. There you go, listeners. Go to energytransformations.org. A lot of resources over there, a lot of blog articles. And I believe there is also a chakra meditation audio download for you so that you can listen to it get inspired and also take action. Am I correct, uh, Don? Yes, thank you. I forgot that. If you sign up for my newsletter, there's a box there to click on to sign up for the newsletter. It's a free newsletter. Uh, When you do that, you'll then be sent a link to download a free chakra meditation. Awesome. So just to inform you, it is a guided meditation. So I know it's not easy for people who are trying out meditation for the very first time. So in this case, all you need to do is play that guided meditation, maybe on your headphones or earphones. Find a comfortable place to sit in where no one is going to disturb you for a couple of minutes and just listen to uh, the meditation and Enjoy the benefits that you see. So Don, thank you for inspiring us today, sharing your story and taking our listeners one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you so much, AJ. It's been, uh, I feel like I've been blessed by being able to share. And thank you for sharing your light with all these listeners. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to my chakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.